Cobbacy families, and welcome to another Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Braves and Warriors are in their bunks. The sun has gone down over Camp Cobbacy, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor picks up these blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. Today was not an alphabet day at all. It was the 30th of July, 2019, and it was Carnival Day. And that's a big deal in a bunch of different ways. We'll get to that in a moment. OD shift was the Comets cleanup for the Cobble Lounge. was nobody because we had the day off. Head OD tonight is Nate, and flags are brought to you by Patrick. The weather forecast today was a high of 90. We got to 92, I think. The winds, if there were winds maybe five miles an hour off the lake. I didn't really feel many wins, but it was still an awesome day. Today's events. It was blue day off, which means half our staff were gone, and it was carnival. Important announcements, as always, anytime it's this warm, lots of sunscreen, lots of water. It was a blue staff day off, like I said, and laundry day today was McGalloway, Swift, Mohican, and Micaias. Tomorrow is Onondaga, Arapaho, Pasquani, and Apache. On deck tomorrow, Braves have waterfront night. Half of the Warriors are headed to Coos Canyon. Half of the Warriors are staying here for group night. Council has their whitewater rafting trip goes out tomorrow. And the Sachem trip also goes out tomorrow. Tomorrow night, there will be only the Braves and half the Warriors in all of Camp Cobbacy. Day after tomorrow, Braves are headed to hike day. Half of the Warriors are going to be at Funtown Splashtown. Half the Warriors will still be at Coos Canyon. Council will still be on its whitewater trip. And the Sachem will still be on their trip. You heard me say yet yeah, last night, but the Sachem are going to be hiking, going out, camping, waking up really early in the morning and hiking up Cadillac Mountain. So they will be the first to see the sun land on the American continent. What a beautiful way to start the month of August. And that is, well, actually, I'm going to give you the schedule for our carnival. I almost said that is the Blue Sheet Report, but we have to give you the schedule. It was a late wake-up today. Reveille was at 8.30. Breakfast was at 9. It was a gorgeous breakfast. Lots and lots of berries. Cobbacy's food is legendary, as you all know. But I got to say this year, for some reason, and I would like to claim this, but I can't, the berry game at the morning breakfast meal has been really something. We have had delicious strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, clementines, even my favorite, fresh peaches, and it's just been awesome. Really great. All sliced up, make a big bowl, maybe put some... Yogurt on top of that. I digress. 10 o'clock, Braves had Watermelon League. Warriors had Bluey from Mori. Council had Watermelon League. And then 11 o'clock, Bluey from Mori was for Braves. Watermelon League was for Warriors. And the Council had Slip and Slide. That's right. They had a Slip and Slide and a volleyball tournament at 11 o'clock, right as it got warm. 
and 12.10, we had lunch and rest period. You know, what we were going to do there is usually have the staff hit uh, for Blue from Moy. We're going to save that. We saved that today because it was so hot at lunch that everybody just wanted to go back to their bunks and rest. So that's what we did. We just had a whole camp rest hour. There was no staff uh, batting for Blue from Moy, but everybody else did. And everybody went back and rested and had a wonderful time just waiting for the excitement of the afternoon. We may have waited a little too long because, or rested a little too much because the boys were fired up by the time it was time for Carnival. 210, we had one more rotation. That was dodgeball and the beacon relay for the Braves, Watermelon League for the Warriors, and Bluey for Mori for Council in Sachem. Sachem left a little bit early, went over and got set up over at Kippewa. Our sisters at Kippewa hosted us today for Carnival. 345, the Sachem got set up at food stations, and at 4 o'clock, Everybody departed for Kippewa. Some of the counselors took over some of the games. We had carnival games, carnival food, bounced houses. There was an entire obstacle course. You could even, there's this one game, I don't even know what the name is, but basically imagine a big floaty track, and in the center of the track is a big post, and through that post runs a bungee cord, and the bungee cord attaches to vests. And when you say go, the children run in opposite directions, and the bungee cord boingies between them, and then they try to make baskets while they're pulling each other this way and that. And it is so funny to watch. Basically, it's all about children falling down and not hurting themselves while they try to shoot baskets. It's the best. 6 o'clock was dinner. 7.30 was the talent show. And 9 o'clock was the fireworks. And then after the fireworks were done, something like 9.45, all these excited children buzzing around, talking about who they met and who they talked to, and oh my gosh, she was sitting right next to me, and wow, those fireworks were amazing, and this went on and on and on, and we got the whole burbling, bubbling crowd all the way up to the buses and the vans, and now we're home. And here is the end of the Blue Sheet report for today. Carnival Day, second session, the 30th of July, 2009. It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Camp Cobbacy for boys, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunshine of Cobbacy itself, spend time with your boys. This is what I saw today. Two things today. The first one is just, you know, the slip and slide is something that you might think is reserved for younger kids. But really, by an accident of scheduling, the only group that got to do it today was council. So we've got a bunch of 13 and 14 year olds who have been scheduled for an 11 o'clock slip and slide and you might think that they're a little too cool for school 
when it comes to things like that. And they are not too cool. It was like it was like watching gigantic, intelligent puppies discover soap and water at the same time in the bright six-chord harmony break of a main morning. And it was really something. Lots of laughing, lots of, oh, as the guys flew off the edge of the slip and slide and skidded across the grass. Lots of laughing and lots and lots of sprinting to the top so they could do it again. Of course, the counselors were into it too. Jay Scott, Cole Council, who is the group leader of Council, was there also. And lots of one-liners. He's laconic and deft with the one-liners. So you can imagine what that whole scene was like. Lots of youthful energy. Like I said, hyper-intelligent puppies. Soap, water, sunshine, repeat. The second thing that I saw today was that almost always when it comes to the talent show, which lasts about an hour and a half, sometimes an hour and 45 minutes, depending on if people are feeling especially theatrical, as I stand in the back and just sort of make sure that everything's going well and that the, um, the tenor of the event doesn't slide off one way or the other, sometimes a well-intentioned chant can come out a little bit like a jeer. You want to be able to control those things. Usually it just takes a quick, hey, and that stops. That happened a couple times today, but nothing out of the ordinary. I decided I would sit down in the crowd. I, I thought, just for fun, why not take an ethnographic approach to the whole thing? So I sat way down. I sat next to uh, the leader of our laundry crew, whose name is Brenda Monsania. And I don't know if you've ever met her or, or if you get a chance, but she is truly a wonder. She's so happy and kind, and the boys are drawn to her. She's sitting there, and there's two boys from Connecticut who I know very well, and they're sitting there too. One of them sort of leans up against me. Um, in the way that children do when an entrusted adult is near and we're just sort of watching the show but I'm sucked all the way down I'm kind of like you know at kid level I want to see what it's like and you can't really see the stage that well if you're a little guy so that's why they're always craning their necks so I did the same thing I kind of just followed what the little one in front of me was doing just to see what his experience was like and I mean, I didn't really learn anything new except that they can't hear that well, so they're always asking their friends what the person said. And then sometimes they think something that is just a little bit funny is really funny, and that definitely happened. There was a couple magic tricks that the little guy in front of me thought were really good, and there was a, a couple jokes that were pretty funny. There was a, a joke act that came up, and then there was... I think that the part that really struck me was that every so often, maybe a Kippewa girl would get up, maybe a 13 or 14 year old, someone with real skill singing. And she would sing, she would start singing and all of the shuffling and the, and the jostling and the, what did he say? What did he say? I don't understand. All of that stuff would just stop. And everyone would go silent and all, who knows how many kids. We have about 200, they have something like 200. So just over 400 boys and girls would stop moving in the still air of Kabasi and Kippewa together at the talent show, and they would listen to this 13-year-old loft notes over the entire group and up into the pines. And that would go on for just a little bit, just long enough. Maybe not even the whole song. And the little, the little wiggles would get back into the little boy, and he would turn around and ask another question or start talking about Magic the Gathering cards or tickle his friend's ear with a blade of grass for the joy of seeing him thinking it was a bug and swipe at nothing and they would giggle and roll around and instead of controlling all of that as is my instinct I decided just to watch it from below kind of a bug's life view 
of the talent show. And it was even more enjoyable. At one point, somebody started passing a dinner plate to see if they could pass it all the way around the entire crowd. And every so often, an adult would get handed a plate and just stop it and collect it. At the end of the day, I don't know how this happened, but there was something like 16 plates in a pile in the middle of the auditorium. I don't know how they got those plates, but they started passing them around. Stuff like that happens underneath adults' noses, and no one even sees it. There is the normal electricity around having boys and girls in the same place. Lots of excited groups, throngs, knots of boys and girls near each other, but not talking to each other. And then one little emissary would go across and come back. That all, all that normal stuff. And then one of my favorite images of all, any session, is all of the kids looking up in wonder with their mouths open, commenting over the din of the fireworks and the lights staccato flashing above them. All of their lights blue at once, then silver, then gold, then blue again, then green, then black, then nothing, and then a whole bunch more colors flashing over their young faces, shining in the light. And that is another informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight. Good counselors watching over them, nodding off, surrounded by their friends. Loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart.